the uh I remember a few months ago you said you wanted to write a fake Holocaust memoir. I was thinking you could you could just do it as another another podcast. Perhaps you could call it the Holocast. Eh? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, Eason. Oh boy, it's Wackerly. You don't want to see me angry. This is Sick and Wrong. Brought to you by the Reach Around Dude, I'm obsessed with Hitler's one ball. No wonder you're so pissed off. Your life sucks. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. So, uh, what's up there, Wackerly? How was the uh, weekend? It was great. Did some manly uh, firearms training. Oh, really? You went shooting? Is this, was this the first time you shot the uh, the Wacker revolver? Uh, I didn't even shoot the Wacker revolver, but I did take a handgun training class. Okay. <laughs> do you actually? Do you have to do that in order? No, no. I just, uh, you know, I needed some pointers. Had you ever learned the rules of the road, the rules of the range? But you grew up in Michigan. You've obviously shot guns. Before. Yeah, but it was a long time ago, and that was like. You know, out in the woods where they just hand you a gun and you fuck it, you just shoot it. Your dad's like, I basically, son, dog's I just, too old. I'm not going to put her down. <laughs> pretty much. You got to become a man. Your you got to put her now, down. Son. Uh, but, you know, out here when you go to the ranges, they'll yell at you if you don't know, like, what the rules are. So this was kind of like that sort of thing. Where, do, what, what range did you I, go I'm to? I'm not like this son of Dirty Harry and Annie Oakley where I just have this natural ingrained ability with firearms or like knowledge of their inner workings. What range did you go to? It was the Chabot, uh, uh, you know, shooting range. I guess you call it that. I think some of our listeners go there because I think one of them recommended it one time, which now worries me because they'll know I'm going to go back and they'll try and find me. And I don't, I don't like to and do they own I don't guns. like my... Whereabouts to be known. Yeah, and they own guns, which yeah, is kind right. of alarming. So were, were you just basically in a class with just a bunch of six-year-olds learning how to shoot guns? Eight-year-olds? Actually, it was more closer to 60-year-olds. <laughs> there were all these old codgers there. There's one old English guy, which is, was a total buffoon. Oh, really? Yeah. You Aren't knew you knew that he was going to shoot, shoot himself in the foot. Some at doddering some point, old fool. some point in the future, he's going to shoot himself they in the foot. They look like Alistair Cook. No, he looked... Patrick Stewart. No. Ian McKellen? No. All right, I'm out of English. Think shorter, guys. more hobbity. <laughs> Gordon Brown. No, older. Okay. More of a beard. <laughs> all right, I've been, it's beyond me now. That's all the English people you know. It's, it's all the old English men <laughs> right. that I know. I'm, he was I'm a lost. new archetype. Well, it's funny that um, that you should mention that, Wacky. Coincidentally, I went shooting this past weekend. We are truly blood brothers. <laughs> I know, and, and it was completely independent. Of each other. I had no idea that you were going shooting, uh-huh. nor did you have any idea that I was going shooting. Now, was this a fashion shoot you went on? Because you are quite a hipster. 
No, actually, um, I'm sure there could have been better looking chicks at the fashion shoot. <laughs> Probably. No, I, um, so what ended up happening on uh, Saturday, actually, I think I saw you out at the bar Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, well, you did. Hang out at a friend's bar. And I got pretty wasted uh, Saturday night, ended up uh, uh, just being wasted, really hung over on Sunday. And then my friend, Holly, um, she has a friend who's a gun enthusiast. Right, yes. Yes, an enthusiastic gun owner. Yeah. And he called up and he was like, you guys want to go shooting? But I mean, he called at like nine in the morning. Yeah. And Is now, he also a meth head? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. There's definitely something awry, something amiss about this guy. Maybe he just has his own espresso machine. It could be. I mean, it could be just an early riser, like a morning guy. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. I don't trust those people, but. Neither do I, especially when they have like high powered assault rifles. <laughs> but anyway, he kept calling saying, let's go shooting, let's go shooting. So finally, we ended up going about four o'clock. We went down to Jackson Arms, you yes. know, the shooting range in the yeah. South Bay. That's also been recommended to me. That place is weird, dude. It's indoor. I see mine was outdoor. It was out like in the wilderness. Oh, yeah, no, this had, like, uh, lanes where yeah, you shot so this is rifles like the, or handguns. The kind of thing you see on Dirty Harry or Death Wish. Yeah, movie, where you're yeah. actually shooting targets. I mean, were you shooting, like, a target of a person? Uh, no, ours was a bullseye. They had people targets, but that's not what we were shooting. Yeah, they had a number of targets that you could actually choose, choose from, but you, like, hang it up, and you press the button, and it slides all the way back. Right. Kind of like Dirty Harry. Yeah. But the weird thing about this place was... We Did were you the- order, like, the Keith and the Girl one? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I got the girl right in her fucking pussy. <laughs> nice. No, you know what? Uh, they did have this the these like Will Ferrell ones from I don't some like outdoors movie he did. Really? Yeah, I really wanted that one. But I didn't know out. there was so much animosity towards Will Ferrell. Uh, dude, would you love to shoot a, a target of Will Ferrell? I can think of other celebrities I would pick first, but you know, you go with what they have available. Vincent Gallo would be number one. Will Ferrell is pretty up. He's pretty up <laughs> yeah, there for me. Right. But we we didn't get that one. They're they're out of that one. They're out of the one of like the bad guy with the mustache holding the hostage. Yeah, those mustaches. So we ended up just getting off. just a regular target. But what was weird about that place, and what I've noticed right when we got in there, we were the only white people in there. It was all Asians. Huh. And all these Asians had like guns, like firearms I've never seen before. Big massive firearms. Blunderbusses. <laughs> <laughs> Muskets. Well, you know the Chinese invented gunpowder. Yeah, I, guess that, I, I guess that uh, makes sense. I know, there's a guy. So we we got a lane. We shot. Uh, what did he have? Her friend had an AR-17. Uh huh. An SKS. Was it an AR-17 or an AR-15? AR-15, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. AR something. Yeah, it was a big like firearm, like a yes. shotgun. Black. Black. Yeah. Hard in your hand. Rigid. A pretty badass. Long. Though. Yeah, very shaft, loud. Shaft shaped. But the SKS was even louder. And uh, then he had like a three fifty seven Magnum and a Beretta, which right. Berettas kind of suck. And huh. I couldn't even – it just keeps getting jammed. But right next to us was this like Asian guy that had some kind of like three-barrel firearm that with like that laser scope. <laughs> and he was just like spent more time cleaning it than he did shooting it. Uh-huh. Was he the – was he an Asian guy or was he the predator? <laughs> You know, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just didn't really want to piss him off. But yeah. uh, it was fun. You know, it, what was weird about it is, I've, you know, I've shot a gun maybe twice uh-huh. in my life. Sober, now three times. Sober once. Yeah. But uh, they asked us, which I was kind of surprised. I thought they'd make us take some kind of class or do mm-hmm. something. You know, the guy asked, have you ever shot a gun before? A little before? training sesh. Maybe a little session. Right. A little tutorial. Right. But uh, as soon as we got in there, the guy's like, so have you ever shot a gun before? I was like, yeah, once when I was like 15. 
He's like, have you ever shot here? I was like, no. He's like, read the rules. And there's like a... <laughs> don't you know, shoot anybody. Don't sign. shoot yourself. Don't <laughs> like, drop your gun. Don't point Go. the gun at yourself. Don't point the gun at other people. Don't drop the gun. You know, uh, it, just like these rules. I'm like, okay. I read the rules. He's like, all right. Here's the firearms. Just go in that lane number one. <laughs> I, I kind of figured there'd be a little more instruction. Right. It's kind of like bowling. I mean, yeah. you know. He, don't instead drop of the giving ball. the shoes, they give you the glasses and yeah. the, the headphone things. Right. You know, I was a little nervous, but I um, actually ended up being quite the good shot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, pretty you good shot. A, did you get a hole in one? <laughs> I was just aiming for the genitals on the, on the dude. <laughs> like, you know, shooting out either gonad. Uh-huh. But it was a good time. Don't make and- me shoot the other one, man. You can still have a kid. <laughs> Drop the nuclear bomb. What was weird is uh, her friend, the guy that uh, brought us there, the whole time he's like standing behind me like, you're doing good. You're doing good, man. Uh-huh. I bet you got a boner. And I just kept looking at the guys like, you know, you're really distracting Did me. Did he have like one arm on either side of you being like, this is how you hold it. No, here, come here. Lean into me. No, like he, did, he didn't do that to me. He was doing that to uh, her at first. Uh-huh. But uh, but she, she was actually going, you know, going off on herself and shooting the gun uh-huh. without his guidance. But with <laughs> me, um, yeah, no, I guess he had his arm around my waist for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole time he's like, dude, did he, he have give his, you a boner did, shooting those guns? Did he have his training stick, you know, across your buttocks? Because that's sort of a training <laughs> method with firearms, I've heard. I, I don't to know get what you kind of class, uh, I don't know what kind of class you took there, Wackily, but... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, my instructions uh, weren't that thorough. You didn't get the training wand? Yeah. Well, that's why I paid 85 bucks. But I decided, <laughs> though, that uh, I do want to buy a three fifty seven. That's what I have. You know, I, I want to buy one of those. We were sh- shooting 9mm Glocks. Oh. Yeah. That's a damn fine Sounds weapon. Sounds tough, doesn't damn it? Damn fine weapon. Yeah, but they took them apart and everything, you know, showed us how everything works, all that shit. Well, dude, when the apocalypse comes, I want to be prepared. I am prepared, you get prepared, and then we'll, you know, we'll blast our way out of this fucking hole, hell hole. I, know. I, I think that, you know, because it's like I look at Haiti with the earthquake they have over there. Uh-huh. Imagine if there's an earthquake in the Tenderloin. Yeah. What would happen? It'll look just like that. You'd need a gun. Less machetes, though. <laughs> well, enough gun talk there, Wackerly. It's time for Tech Talk with Dean Lance. Okay. So this is part two. Oh, yes. Of our uh, tech forgot. conversation that we had uh, last year. So, well, last uh, week. Last week. Yeah, not last when year. When we were talking about sex robots. Sex robots and new innovations in the uh, sex porn technology. industry. Porn, yeah, porn innovations in uh, right. sex technology. So this is part two of Tech Talk with Dean Lance. Hello. Wish- <laughs> I'm Lance Wackerly. <laughs> I'm Dee Simon. And this we're, is Tech Talk. And we're going to talk about technology. I kind of wish we had like technology guru. I kind of wish we had like some kind of intro, like a, you know, like some kind of robotic sounding intro, uh-huh. like for for tech talk. Even well, though we this... could play Domo Origato by Styx or Mr. Roboto. That would work. The other song instead of play. the other song in the because uh... the tech podcasts are pretty popular. I don't know if you've noticed that. You, you know, know, I don't know people that enough. just talk about like Microsoft Word every week and a different feature <laughs> or, Dude, I, or add-ons. <laughs> I, you know, I don't even own an iPhone, and uh, I don't really know. All, I don't have video. I don't even have a TV. I don't really know enough about technology to discuss it. Yeah. Okay. However, Nick, I can, nix that idea. Yeah, I, I can research dirty video games and talk about it here on our show this week on <clears> Tech <throat> Talk. Dirty video games. Dirty video games <laughs> with Dean Lance. So, you know, if your mom is having problems with her dirty video game, email her the link. Or if you want, you know, your, your grandmother wants to buy you a video game for your birthday, yeah. but she wants to buy you a dirty video game because you're turning 16, yeah. 
what kind of dirty video game we Here get. Here at Sick and Wrong Tech Talk, we like to, uh, you know, I think people who are novices and experts alike in dirty video games can enjoy our podcast about tech. I think one of the main reasons that we should do a Sick and Wrong Tech podcast is because a lot of our fans aren't Japanese, and they don't have access to all the dirty video games that the Japanese do. Or they just don't have prior knowledge. I mean, you, yeah. could, always, you could always fly over there and get them. You could. You could go get those hell Japanese of an, dirty hell games. Hell of an import-export <laughs> business. So anyway, Tech Talk here, um, part two. We, we discussed briefly in last week's show, episode 209, about uh, why is it such an impossible task to create a porno video game? Yeah, we did ask that question, didn't we? And it, we, we decided there was a whole other subject that we had to get into. It's too and, much, but now's the time. Well, but I wanted to bring that up. Are there any interactive video games with hardcore porn? Like, are there any, like, any of the, you know, the, the uh, consoles, commercial consoles, like the Xbox, PlayStation, do they have any, like, hardcore porn video games? Well, I don't remember if I actually said this last week, but there are some recent games that have sex sort of as a per- in the periphery. And maybe a boob okay. here and when there. When you say sex, a cock. Are you are you talking about like beneath the ball shot, or maybe like a tit? A tit mostly, but one of the uh, that's hardly sex. One, one of the expansion <laughs> packs for Grand Theft Auto Four had full frontal cock for a couple seconds. Really? Yeah, Wait, which it, one was that? Was that the Vice City? Uh, no, no. That, <laughs> I'm, I'm dating myself. <laughs> that, was, was, that was the last video game system I think I had. It was the Lost and Damned expansion for Grand Theft Auto 4. And so did they show Full Frontal on a woman? Not that I remember, but that game is very long, and there could very well have been. There, there, is a stri- there are a couple strip clubs in the game. But did it can... look like an origami cock? I mean, I could see it. No, looking. it was fully foreskinned and uh, <laughs> with hairy balls and everything. Flaccid. I, I, was he running around? In the, did, you get uh, to beat, did you get to beat the shit out of him? I can't. No, it's a and cut. It's a cut, it's a cut scene, so you can't beat the shit out of him. But uh, it's like this uh, you know, high-powered politician or lawyer or something, and you have to do a job for him. And he's getting a massage when you walk in. And I think he might be gay. And then he, <laughs> Not that that has anything to do with this. But then, you know... The masseuse walks out, and as he's talking to you, he gets up off the massage table, and there's his wang. Okay, so they actually show full frontal. Yeah, that's what I just said. What about... Um, <laughs> Uncircumcised. What about, like, uh, did you mention God of War? God of War, God of had, War a... had some sex scenes in it, and I think you even did sort of interact, but, like, the camera pans away and shows, like, the bagging headboard or some stupid shit but like that. now, are these... Like video game characters, or are they actually like, or is it a video embedded like within the video game? No, they're it's like, you know it's a uh, it's computer generated. So it's a computer generated graphic. So that's that. that I guess herein lies the issue. Right. That's why I feel that they cannot make a viable pornographic video game mm-hmm. is because of the uncanny valley. They're using computer generated people right. that. You just don't find arousing. Okay. Do, do, do you know where I'm going with this? I do. Do you want to explain yourself? And then I'll make my points. Okay. Well, first, for the people that, uh, that are not in the know about the Uncanny Valley, mm-hmm. people say there's the, the issue with a lot of these CGI movies. Right. Um, uh, Polar Express, Beowulf is an example. People say Avatar has actually surpassed the Uncanny Valley, which I disagree. <laughs> but uh, a lot of porno video games, the reason... There has not been a viable porno video game in the market 
is because of this uncanny valley hypothesis. And this uh-huh. hypothesis is, it holds that when robots and other facsimiles of humans look and act almost like actual humans, it causes a response of revulsion amongst a human observer. Like this? Exactly. The term was coined by roboticist Masahiro Mori in 1970. (laughs) Mori's hypothesis states that as a robot is made more human-like in its appearance and motion, the emotional response from a human being to the robot will become increasingly positive and and empathic until a point is reached beyond which the response quickly becomes that of strong revulsion. Uh So think, think of a prosthetic hand. You see that prosthetic hand, and you're I'm like, getting okay. a boner. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but you Is see that, that right? The appropriate response. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew you were into amputees. No, I'm just into hands. My but, own. That's the most sex I've ever had has been with a hand. Yeah. Was it prosthetic? No. The, the stranger? <laughs> well, but, yeah, okay. I did sit on it once or twice. <laughs> you see a prosthetic hand, and you're like, okay, I'm not bar- bothered by that. It's just regular hand. But when he goes to shake your hand with that prosthetic hand, mm-hmm. you feel it. You feel it's cold, dead skin. Right. That's when you get revol- revolted by it. That's when you look at it, you're like, that's not a real hand. You're not human. <laughs> and then you got to bash his head in with a baseball it's bat. It's true. People but with no, fake hands saying, should learn to shake with their other hand. Exactly. I mean, it's just kind of bullshit that you'd even offer that prosthetic limb. Really? It's happened to me a couple times. Have you ever had somebody... I've been pierced by the hook. Have you ever had somebody offer their like deformed limb to be shaken? You know, once. <laughs> and I had to like... It was just sticking out of his shoulder and I had to like high five. Yeah. <laughs> The coolest thing to be never able to, befriend a phlebitomite. No, but the coolest thing to do when somebody does that to you is present your even more deformed hand to them and be like, <laughs> "I aced you, bitch." <laughs> like yours that he the hit the skin isn't even all healed all the way over yet. There's like a little piece of bone sticking out and some moisture weeping through. You Instead know, of through a the fingernail, it's a bunch of like hair that yeah. comes out of the tips of your finger. Yeah, yeah. No, take that that's guy, a good way. guy yeah, who's a good proud of your like you know three fingered <laughs> deformed thalidomide arm. But there's a second part to uh, Maury's theory here. As the appearance and motion continue to become less distinguishable from a human being. Um, as the, the, the robot becomes even less human, the emotional response becomes positive once more and approaches human-to-human empathy levels. Mm-hmm. So we'd rather so look at like a furry creature. Or, or like you'd rather fuck Wilma Flintstone. I'm a Betty man myself, or but... You'd rather see R2-D2 than Data. <laughs> Are we still talking about fucking? No, okay, all right. What would you rather fuck? C3PO Data was, Data, or Data? Data was a real person. He just had some shiny makeup on. Dude, Data was an android. Oh, all right. Wasn't he? <laughs> That's true, but he was played by a real person. I know, but if you look at him, he's kind of weird looking. He's definitely I, in I the don't uncanny. Think you understand he's the in uncanny the uncanny valley. valley. I don't think you understand the uncanny valley. He... No, he, an android is within the Uncanny Valley. My personal Uncanny Valley. But he's not really an android. He's a person. He's played by a person with shiny makeup on. Okay, now, well, now you're taking it literally. I'm just saying in the show. If it's you look- a liter. <laughs> you mean if you really lived in the next generation universe. And there is a guy, an, wow. a, 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 a humanoid that looked like him. This really is tech talk. We've fallen into the tech talk, tech talk quicksand. Tech we're Talk. Di- we're just <laughs> With Dean Lance. 
<laughs> Next time we make more analogies to Star Trek. And what if what if there was a holodeck? What would you do with it? Um, it would definitely be masturbatory. <laughs> Believe me, no one would want to go in the holodeck Dana, once I'm done. Go mop up the cum from the holodeck. Oh Jesus Christ again! Why do I always have to do this? But but the, my point being, Data. Here's a better explanation of the Uncanny Valley. Data was played by a real person. So there is no uncanny valley. You, uh, if you were, uh, you know, a gay or a woman, and you were into the data sort of guy, you'd be like, "Oh, I totally fuck a robot." But it's like, no, but you're really just hot for Brett Spiner because he's a real person. But like, if they say, if if data was all CGI, if they like, if there was no data actor, but they just sort of CGI'd in like a a thing that was supposed to look like a human ro- humanoid robot. That's what you would not be attracted to because it's obviously not human, and that's where like the Polar Express thing comes in. Okay, because well, their their characters are supposed to represent a human, but they're not really. Really, they're it's not, all and computer generated, and you can tell that there's like uh, it doesn't really. The face doesn't move quite right. Uh, you know, the limbs are sort of herky jerky. <laughs> <laughs> so this area of repulsive response aroused by a robot with appearance and motion between a barely human right. and fully human entity yeah. is the so uncanny Brent valley. Spiner is fully human. So since he's fully human, he's an actor, whatever. But I'm just saying, okay, it, what I was saying, if, if we're in the next generation universe <laughs> and I saw something but that looked like is- that, I would know it's not human. It but you can get me. out if, – if technology gets good enough, you can get out of the uncanny valley on the other side. It's not an uncanny like Blade cliff. Runner. Right. I'd fuck the shit out of that, out of that robot chick. Yeah, whatever her but name was. But what's the difference between Pris and Data? Dude, Data looked like a robot, dude. <laughs> I mean, he had little pinpoint eyes. He had straw hair. He had like – she didn't look like a do robot. Do you know who you're talking about? Yeah, I totally do. Straw hair. What is that? His hair was straw like he had shrimpy <laughs> eyes, he had shrimpy robot eyes. It was, right. I, I'm not, not going to argue with you whether. Data might have given you a boner. Data did not give me a boner. I'm not going to argue with The robot with, chicken blade order gave I'm me a boner. I'm not going to argue with her whether I would rather fuck Daryl, Hannah, or Brent Spiner because that's just a ridiculous <laughs> proposition. Daryl, Hannah, all the way, but. This is Tech Talk. No! <laughs> <laughs> not the maker of. Of Daryl Hannah's robot, though, because that guy is gross, and he's fully human. Yeah, he was disgusting. But here's the problem with that sex robot from last week, Roxy. Uh Uh-huh. Does that thing even look remotely human to you? No, but it's supposed to. I mean, it'd almost be better if he made her look like, uh, you know, Betty Rubble. Then you'd want to fuck it. Exactly. I mean, if it was like, you looked at it, it was like, well, she's obviously not human. She, She looks like Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, fuck I'm gonna yeah. fuck the shit out of that. Jessica Rabbit's eye. But, but he's using like real human hair to try to make this right. thing look human. And, and, the, and the, I think in... if you were to use real human skin for the face, that would tell for me. <laughs> That'd be my recommendation. You remember the movie Thirty Rock, or the, the movie, the television show Thirty Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's uh, still Tracy on. Morgan, Tracy Jordan. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> but he was trying to uh, make the the perfect. Porno video game. Yeah, and this point the comes only up porno in the show. video game. Yeah. yeah. That he can't, and the guy, the other guy says you can't do it because they even discussed the Uncanny Valley. Basically, we ripped off this whole Tech Talk episode from 30 Rock. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, but it was a good, uh, I mean, it was, it was definitely a good uh, discussion yeah. of the Uncanny Valley. Right, that. and we're having it again. Word but for we're, word. we're just discussing, we're going to discuss like old video games that, uh, you know, porno video games that have not been made yet. We should probably get to the focus of Tech Talk. But anyway. The valiant attempts. (laughs) (laughs) Did Tracy Morgan end up 
making a porno video game? Yes, it was called uh, Gorgasm, The Legend of the Dong Slayer, I believe, <laughs> and it sold millions of copies. And he didn't actually have to work on the show anymore, which is kind of the joke. I wonder if it was like violent... And you got to have sex? Yeah, that's kind of... I think they copped out a little bit and they didn't sh- is in that they didn't show any of the footage of the actual game or explain what it was about. Well, my theory, my theory is on porno video games, if you can't wank to it, then it's the Uncanny Valley. What if you just can't wank to it because it's just not very erotic? <laughs> well, maybe... Then maybe. Because it's the Uncanny Valley. Like, no video... I haven't... I have yet to see a video game other than Beat 'em and Eat 'em that you can wank to. Yeah. You know, I've yet to see a porno video game that I'm just like, wow, this is sexually arousing. Hmm. And there, there is are... a new game called Bayonetta that you might like. I'll show it to you the next time you come over. But are there? Okay, I'll be but... sure to have now, lube. On are there it. CGI characters or are there video sequences in it? Because you uh, know, there's there's this, a CGI character. There's this video game called BM Triple X. Uh huh. It would show you could BMX. BM Triple <laughs> X. <laughs> no, it's like BMX Triple X. Oh. It's not like Triple X Bowel Movement Simulator because that could video be hot. Game that I could play. Yeah, but uh, no, it's BMX Triple X, and like they next you, week you on video, tur- you... next week on Turd Talk. <laughs> <laughs> bowel Movement Triple X, the video game. Is turd- it erotic or not, dude? Isn't every week a sick and wrong Turd Talk? That's true. Yeah. Uh, but BMX Triple X, they you could ride a, mo- you know, bi- a BMX bike, and then yes. they and they intersperse like uh, cut sequences of videos of uh, strippers. Right, but see, once again, why would you, you talking about the Uncanny Valley in relation to videos of porno? It's not. It's not even relevant <laughs> because it's not really. Uh, yeah. Porno. Yeah. Yeah. Some some strippers are, or some porn stars are a little too real. You know, like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't want even want to see that in the video game. But no, as you mentioned before, uh, some of the consoles do have, uh, you know, uh, you can get expansion packs to show nudity. Uh, there's games like Fear Effect, Mass Effect that, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's pornography, but uh, the partial nudity is shown in it. I think you fucking alien in that one. Do you? Yeah. In, uh, Mass Effect? I couldn't get past like 15 minutes. I was bored out of my mind. I but the Japanese away. have hentai games. Right. The Japanese are like so far involved with this porno like perversion video. They game. love to beat off. Over yeah, there. that's one thing. Those Japanese young Japanese men love beating off. Why yeah, is them, that? I, you know, I don't know. They, they can't. It's, it's hard just, for them to get wives over... because you need to be successful and the economy so sucks. So you just jerk so it. Yeah, you just jerk all day long. Well, we had a, uh, a listener uh, wrote in here, Clubber. He's like listening to two hundred nine today. Heard you lads say there aren't any good games for good wank. Well, you must not have heard of rape lay. <laughs> and so Rape Lay is a hentai game from Japan. It's a rape simulator. So it's you, like rape and play, those two words put together? Yeah. Okay. You play an evil rapist with a penis the size of a baseball bat who methodically rapes his way through a family of three women. It's like a mother and her two daughters. And once you've raped all three women, you enter the freeform phase of the game where you rape train the three ladies. You can rape them in any sit- setting you wish to rape, like subway, kid's bedroom, a park, a hotel room. But what's weird about it, and here's a wild card, <laughs> yeah. is every time you, inject, you ejaculate inside one of the girls, there's a chance she'll become pregnant. And if she does become pregnant, you're supposed to force her to get an abortion. Otherwise, she gets more and more visibly pregnant each time you have sex. Hmm. Um, if you allow the child to be born, then the woman will throw you in front of a train. There you, <laughs> just like, there you just go. Just like real life. There you go, pro-lifers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, apparently there are porno video games available in Japan. Right. And but, this is all, so 
back to the Uncanny Valley thing, are these like cartoon stylized anime girls, I assume, that you're raping? Yeah, they're like, yeah, but they're anime, but they're anime CG, CG characters. Okay. I don't understand how you'd find that arousing. Hmm. Have you, are you able to jerk off to a hentai video game or a hentai movie for that matter? Yes. I, I can't. Like cartoon porn? I can't do the cartoon porn. Yeah, I can do it. It does not do it for me. Yeah, well, I'm a pervert. <laughs> you know those guys that I'm making fun of? That are, you know these Japanese kids who just jerk off all the time and live in their parents' basement. That's you. That's me. Well, that I think is the X factor here with the uh, with uh, the Uncanny Valley hypothesis. Mm-hmm. He isn't taking into account how depraved and perverted that porno f- that porno fan is. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think there are a lot of Japanese guys. It's like, uh, Uncanny Valley, Uncanny what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be jerking off regardless. And this you dude's know? Japanese who came up with the idea, right? Mori, yeah. Morimoto. That, that's why I feel like it doesn't even matter. It's like, the, he, yeah. he's, he's undermining the horniness yeah. of, uh, of I the I think that he was actually viewer. pushed in front of a train by one of these dudes. <laughs> that's how he died. So, <gasps> Uncanny Train Valley, jump in! The reason I feel that they haven't been able to make a uh, a viable porno graphic video game uh-huh. is because of uh, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred and the erotic video games that came out for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred that completely destroyed any idea or even conception of an idea of a porno video game. They were so bad <laughs> that they've cursed the whole industry. That's my theory. I want to go over a couple of these, right. and then uh, we, we can move on. I hope on. people remember these. We can end Tech Talk. <laughs> Some <laughs> of these. Seriously, dude, this is, a, this is just a, a travesty of Tech Talk. Yeah. You know, a I, lot I, of our listeners don't even remember Atari. Or, no, I mean, they I weren't know. even born. Well, they probably weren't even born. When, when did the 2600 come out? It was like 82 or 4 or something like that. See, I had one. And I'm sure you did. No, my neighbor did. I had the uh, ColecoVision. Oh, ColecoVision. Yeah. I don't even remember what games baller. they put out for that. I don't either, but... Did they have fun. a controller or like a wheel? Uh, I think you had like both options. So, there was like Zaxxon and... Well, I, I, I had an Atari 2600, but I had yeah. games like that Kangaroo game. I think I had Donkey Kong at Berserk. Combat. Yeah, Combat. But I never had Burning Desire. I never even knew they made a game like Burning Desire. And if well, I did, I would have I don't it. remember that one. What's that one? In Burning Desire, you play the role of a naked air, air rescue worker swooping in to save a woman from cannibals. She's tied to a pedestal and being slowly burned to death. They don't say why you're naked. Uh, for, your, <laughs> for your daring rescue, you dangle... You're, okay, keep going. You, for your daring rescue, you dangle yourself from a helicopter and drip the fire out with one of the two rod-shaped things jutting out of your pelvis. Two cocks, huh? Two cocks. Why two? I don't know. It's, like it's a programming <laughs> it's just, error. And you put out the fire. I don't know. Once you slowly drip by drip put out the fires that are cooking the woman alive, you lower yourself down to her. Her near food experience didn't make her any less cock crazy, so she'll grab your previously unused rod with her mouth and hold on with her teeth as you fly away. Oh, so it's like, um, you know, they had the Mariel boat lift. This is like the... Congo Bongo Cocklift. <laughs> Congo Bongo Cocklift, but you get two cocks. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, I, I don't find this. You know, we should almost rate these on very erotically simulating or not very. Okay. I'm saying not very. Uh, simulating or stimulating? Because stimulating. I've never had a <laughs> sexual experience like that, so it's probably not a good simulation. But 
Um, and I can't see the graphics. You don't have a picture or anything, do you? No, but uh, I'm can sure, I just assume I mean, they're bad? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're what? What's what that called? Six bit graphics? Uh, that would have been like four bit. Four back bit. Then, yeah. This is tech talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know or care. Uh, I'm gonna say not very stimulating. Another game more here. humorous than anything. More a a game you would play when your drunk friends are over, right? Yeah, exactly. And everyone kind of laugh at it. Yeah. You you might Worth find twenty bucks. You might find a game this one a bit game. more stimulating. Beat them and eat them. Now this one I've seen. You see, you played this. I don't know if I've played it, but I've seen it. You can see some of these on YouTube. The object of beat them and eat them is simple. You control two naked women who run back and forth trying to catch falling semen in their mouth. <laughs> Uh, you might ask why someone would do something like that. Well, the manual... Play it or actually run back and forth <laughs> trying to catch semen in your mouth. Both, but I, I think the question uh-huh. that they're proposing here is why would someone want to catch yes. semen in their mouth? What's the concept? Well, the manual of the game says that each drop of this stranger's seed could be a famous doctor or a lawyer. Hmm. Which is why you want to swallow it. So if you, if you check out the game, you can do a search on YouTube... There's a dude on a on the roof just wanking it, and he's just kind of right. running back and forth. Except he doesn't on really roof. have a body; his whole body is a big. It's cock, just pretty really. much his cock, and the sperm are falling onto like these bricks, and they fall from either side, and you just yes. control these two naked chicks or try right. to catch. The, it's the like sperm a reverse in Space mouth. Invaders. In Space Invaders, yeah. you try and avoid the bullets, and here you're trying to you know swallow them. I don't know. There's something non-erotic about skipping past the courting, past the foreplay, past the actual sex, and getting straight to the sperm swallowing. Right. From, like, like you know, two stories up. Yeah. So on wh- top of a building. What do you think, Wackerly? Very erotic or not erotic at all? I think it's a slightly better simulation of real sex. I mean, this I could see happening. Well, if you jerked off on the roof before? Well, on off the, the roof. On the young women? Off the roof. <laughs> on the young women, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I no, no, I haven't done that officially. <laughs> but I would like to. So it is. So I, I in, in the very... fact that it's it's more simulating, it's a little more stimulating. Okay, I think that is very erotic. <laughs> the stimulus equals the stimulus. I don't even this think game, stimulus is a word. But this for game, this point, I think is. you're going to find quite erotically stimulating. Custer's Revenge. Now, this one I've played. You played Custer's Revenge. I don't know where. I think I maybe had a ROM. Tech talk. <laughs> you ever play a ROM? <laughs> that's where you ROM. fuel your com- or fool your computer into thinking that's an, uh, it's an Atari 2600. So Custer's it's a horrible Re- game. Custer's Revenge is a dramatic historical recreation of the Battle of the Little Bighorn. Slightly rewritten to appeal to uh, our own adult fantasies. Instead of being killed by the savage godless Sioux and Cheyenne Indians, Custer waged through a hail of arrows to hump a woman, Indian woman, tied to a cactus. The country's bloodiest military disaster. You know what's funny about that? Little Bighorn isn't even the desert, right? (laughs) There are no cactuses there. I love how, though, you see these three arrows coming at him at once. It's just like this guy in a cowboy hat with this, like, yeah, like eight bit boner. Four bit boner. (laughs) And he's just going back and forth. You got to run. And then when you finally get the girl, it's like, and she's like, wraps her legs around you and you win. Um,. Are you sure you are you sure you don't pee on her? You don't pee on her. What kind of Custer's Revenge are you playing there, Wacker? I remember that you sort of you maybe pee on her at one point, (laughs) or maybe that's what maybe I was just I don't know what I'm thinking. I read that uh, maybe that's just in my dreams. I read that the uh, that's Custer's Revenge Part Two. The creators of Grand Theft Auto uh, Rockstar Uh is actually going to remake Custer's Revenge. I think that's a hoax. 
I don't know. I read it on uh, two different sites. Right, but was it like a 4th of July post or uh, April Fool's posting? This is Tech Talk, Wackerly. <laughs> on Tech Talk, we talk about technology. Right, but I'm busting open the, <laughs> the vaporware rumors. No, I don't know. They mentioned that uh, Rockstar might remake Custer's Revenge, which yeah. I think would be great. I will leave that when I see it. A lot of raping of uh, Native American women. Yeah, so- no, no, no cultural group will ever get angry about that. <laughs> How erotic do you find that one? Pretty erotic. <laughs> yeah, same with me. And the number tied two, up squaw, or the, having my way with her, <laughs> dodging arrows. That I don't find so erotic. The but. number one uh, erotic sex game here wasn't even one that came out in the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Came out in, our, in the arcade in Japan. It's called Boonga Boonga. Mm-hmm. It's developed by Koreans for the Japanese. Boonga Boonga <laughs> is the first arcade game that combines. Assaulting assholes and fortune telling in one game. Uh-huh. You select from eight characters like the mother-in-law, the con artist, or the child molester, and then steal yourself for this. You ram a giant plastic finger into an ass that protrudes out from the arcade game next to the words, have a fun, enjoy. You poke, spank, and probe, and the game plays an animation of your victim wailing in pain. That's pretty much how you, how you play the game. Hmm. So you have this big, like, finger, like, hand, pla- giant plastic finger. Right. And there's a denim-clad butt. So maybe in the shape of one of those sort of football hands, but actually not kind foam, of. actually hard it's plastic. plastic. Yeah. And uh, there's a denim-clad butt that it, uh, protrudes from the arcade game itself. Right, yeah. And you've got to jam the finger inside the butt. Is this an issue of timing it perfectly or how deep you can get it in or what? I think both. I think it's timing and how deep you can penetrate, you know, and uh, yeah. Does the thing tighten up? Is that, I mean, is it hard to get it deep in there? Well, it rates your sexual virility based on the impact of your finger against its virtual colon. Now, what's to stop me from putting my actual cock in the thing? Nothing. <laughs> you can do Nothing that. Nothing at all. It's all about boonga boonga, dude. Variation is right. key. You know, okay. It's winning the game. Which get, arcade do they have this at? Uh, it's in Japan. Oh. You got you, you to gotta go to Tokyo. So they don't, they don't have this one at the wharf? I wish. Mm. <laughs> but on the erotic scale, I would say it's off the charts. Well, it depends one. if you get your actual cock in there or not. Yeah. If you could, then, uh, then maybe. I don't know. You ever so, see that movie The Mangler? I'd be a little frightened about that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, and not to mention, think of how many other cocks had been inside that denim-clad butt on that arcade machine. <laughs> well, you know, without pain or, or the possibility of pain, there's no pleasure. Yeah. Tech no, talk. No pain, right. no gain. So in closing here, Wackley, I don't think they'll ever be able to make a pornographic video game that I can wank to. Right. They're, they're, att- they're attempting, but you just think they're never going to be successful. It's the Uncanny Valley. And I don't think a video or game... Or they're just kind of incompetent. I mean, d- dude, they're making games where you shove your finger up a policeman's ass. <laughs> Are they even trying that hard? Well, dude, that, that's an old game. I'm just saying in this, this day and age, mm-hmm. I don't know if Rockstar... The other one we talk about is where you rape young girls. That one's not working for you either. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, you know, I, do... I heard a little bit of a response on uh, Jessica Rabbit. I mean, is that a possibility if they go in that direction? Well, I'm saying I could probably wink to them, but I mean, that's not human. Okay. But all so they have maybe, to do is turn right. that into some sort of a video game where you're Roger Rabbit and you're just rogering the shit out of Jessica. I don't think they'll ever be able to make a pornographic video game that's successful. 
what? successfully okay, wankable. It? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I mean, they might make one that sells, and it might appeal to some people who can wank to that. Me, personally... They're never going to get a dime of your money or a drop of your semen. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I got it. I mean, you know, that's a challenge, people. Maybe I'll be... If maybe, that's not a challenge, I haven't heard one. Maybe I'll be proved otherwise by James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> the Avatar video game. People, this is episode 210 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 209. A uh, listener one, Freddie, sent in a story about gay sex dungeon shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, lis- the listener lemon two, party. Yeah, that, that was great. Listener two, Jeremy, sent in a uh, story about Craigslist ex-girlfriend revenge. And uh, Walter, listener three, sent a story about a Mexican soccer ball face. You know, I kind of thought the Mexican soccer ball was going to definitely win that show. So did I. And it uh, turns out it didn't. Uh, listener two story, Jeremy, the Craigslist ex-girlfriend revenge came in first place with 179 votes. What the shit ball? Gay sex dungeon came in two, second place with 96 votes. Uh-huh. And uh, Walter's story, the Mexican soccer ball came in only with 51 votes. Wow. I was a little surprised by that. So, People just don't care about Mexicans. Yeah. That's I, the lesson. I, I think they, I, you know what I think it is? I think that they think it's just commonplace. It's like, okay, well, shit like that happens in Mexico all the time. Yeah. People don't Who care cares? about, people don't care about soccer either. Yeah. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacker and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Audience votes and a winner gets a Sick and Wrong care package. You can send your listener submissions at sickandwrongpodcast.com or uh, submit them directly via the forum. We got a few good listener submissions here. Uh, for this week, episode 210 there, Wacker. Uh, before I get to that, we got two things to take care of. One, um, I, I think we should dedicate this episode 210 here to uh, the Taco Bell founder, Glenn Bell, who just recently passed away this past uh, Tuesday. What am I going to eat, dude? What I am I going to eat? I'm going to starve. He's uh, Glenn, Oh, wait, the Taco Bells are still going to stay open. Glenn W. Sorry. Bell Jr., 86 years old, an entrepreneur, best known as the founder of Taco Bell has died. Mm. He died in his home in Rancho Santa Fe, California. Uh, they did not release the cause of death. So he's not Mexican. No. He was a white mm. guy that took advantage of the Mexicans <laughs> and uh, created his own delicious fast food. Yes. It tastes just like Mexican food. You know, I also credit him to if be... If you're really drunk. <laughs> I also credit him to be the inventor of diarrhea. <laughs> That's <laughs> because true. Because before him, that is diarrhea true. didn't really exist. But no. then after he made Taco Bell... Diarrhea for everyone. There was just normal shit and constipation back then. Yeah. And, and he uh, developed a whole new form of shit. So, you know what, Wackerly? I say we tip our glasses to uh, Glenn Bell, the uh, founder of Taco Bell, 86 years old, just died this past week. We dedicate episode 210 of Sick and Wrong to you, Glenn. Salud. Inventor of diarrhea. <clears throat> All right, well, before we get into the stories here, here's a quick word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. We're going to be starting the Valentine's Day promotion next week, so people take advantage of the current promotion we have going on here where you get a bunch of free shit. So uh, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. 
Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So yeah, Wackerly, as I mentioned before, we did receive a number of really good listener submissions. Uh, it was difficult to decide which articles to do here on uh, episode 210. So the uh, first article here for episode 210 comes from Daniel. He says, hey, Dean Lance, here's a story about a drunk man who became incredibly horny and twisted his buddy's nutsack off. Hmm. Great show. Discussing your content keeps the bar conversation awkward here on Mackinac Island. <laughs> so uh, Daniel must be in uh, Michigan. Well, if you could count Mackinac Island as being Michigan. It's practically Canada, isn't it? It's just a weird, you know, it's from the 1800s. They don't have cars. And just a lot of fudge and fat chicks. Saltwater taffy. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember... <laughs> Dumb fucking assholes I, on vacation. I remember my parents taking uh, my sister and I there and just being extremely bored. I've never been. Oh, God, it's so boring. Yeah. What, what, what the hell do you do? There's no cars. Did you ride a bicycle around? No. Did you eat candy? I sat in the hotel and watched TV. Oh, they have TV. Well, yeah, they do have TV. Well, they didn't yeah. have TV It's not an Amish 1850s. island there, Wackerly. <laughs> Why don't they have a car, then? Um, I don't know. <laughs> because how do you get to the island? You, you have to use, like go on a ferry or something. You can't bring cars over there. See, ferries can go on cars, dude. I, never, I guess you could mind. put a, a car mind. on a ferry. <laughs> I, I want to walk into the... So if we walked into the bar, we, w- we would be like two celebrities. At Mackinac Island? Yeah. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to shag any hot chicks there. Because Why not? there aren't any. Because they eat all this fudge. They're huge. What do they get? They they're get, enormous. They get fat when they get go back from vacation. Oh, I guess when they're on vacation. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the recurring Mackinac Island traveler. I want the one that that's the first time she goes there. That is a good point. Yeah. Well, so uh, let me get on to Daniel's story here. He picked a Lulu of a story. <laughs> a Lulu, huh? A Lulu. <laughs> a man ripped his friend's testicles off in a drunken rage when his victim failed to respond to his sexual advance. Mm-hmm. Hans. Oh, they this is actually... a German man. This didn't happen in Mackinac Island. It happened Island. in Dusseldorf, Germany. Dusseldorf. I would like to think this happened in Mackinac Island. But, Dusseldorf uh, is a good does. close second of places where this should happen. Yeah, no, Dusseldorf sounds like a place, like a, a, a city where something like this would happen. Yeah. So the guy's name is Hans. Oh, they don't actually give a surname. He's 45 years old. He appeared in a Dusseldorf district court with a public prosecutor accusing the 250-pound man of committing sexual abuse and grievous bodily harm. GBH. GBH. Grievous bodily harm. Yes. Hans and his buddy, I love how they use the term buddy here, Mm -hmm. Alexander J. met in the afternoon in the center of Neuss, a town near Dusseldorf. (laughs) They drank beer deep into the night. That's what you do in Germany, and especially in Dusseldorf. You drink steins of, uh, what what do they drink over there, Heineken? (laughs) I don't think so. MGD? No. <laughs> I don't know any German beers. Hacker Schorr? St. Pauli Girl. That's what they drink. Is that German? Yeah, I don't know. It looks German. <laughs> but um, I imagine these guys were drinking like some kind of uh, 
um, you know, German stout beer or something. Yes, like. very stout. Because these are bears. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'd like to think that they are. He's a 250-pound gay guy. Well, they don't actually... That's what's funny about this, this article. It doesn't take a stance on whether the guy was gay or uh-huh. just attacked the man. All right, carry on. So they drank beer deep into the night. Hans got completely drunk and then suddenly overwhelmingly horny. <laughs> this is why I'm fearful of Germans. Seriously, this is why all Jews fear Germans, because they drink a lot and then want to fuck us. Uh-huh. Yeah, we get scared about that. He unbuttoned the trousers of his sleeping friend. The Lederhosen. Yes. <laughs> he unbuttoned the Lederhosen and then fondled around his genital area. So I think he was the other like, man's. I think he was fondly. Yeah, I think he was fondling his friend's balls right. through the like. Uh, yeah, unbutton the later hose and was fondling okay. his friend's balls. Now is the other friend asleep or is he, you know, present in present time? Well, I think he was sleeping. He was sleeping at the time he was being fondled. Okay. But when the fondling failed to provoke a physical response from Alexander, yeah, Hans became furious. Right, but maybe it's not. Xander's fault. I mean, maybe he was dreaming about Bette Midler or something. Maybe that gives gays hard-ons. Uh, and now, Bette Midler... <laughs> who, what, who would a gay person be dreaming about that would make them not hard? Myla Kunis. <laughs> they, 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 I was going to say Andy Rooney, but okay. No, that would make gay guys hard. Really? They, now, love, Myla Kunis, they love Andy Rooney? They, they look at Myla Kunis and they're just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so not hard now. Right. Yeah, or maybe not, just dreaming of a gigantic vagina coming after Or you. Molly Ringwald. <laughs> totally kills gay men's boners. Uh-huh. It totally does. But th- but this is kind of weird, though, though. So the guy became furious that Alexander wasn't getting a boner from his drunken scrotal fondling. Um, yeah, I mean, I would just say operator failure. I well, mean, this it's not a, my fault that you can't fondle a nutsack but this for, is a for your danger. life. This is a danger that the gays face. Think about it. If you're a gay man and you can't get a boner and you make your partner furious, he could probably beat your ass because he's 250 pounds. Whereas chicks don't do that. They don't have that type of aggressive response. Mm. <laughs> it's okay. more just embarrassing. I'll, and, I'll go with that. I'll let that I mean, one go. It's more just embarrassing and a look of just sheer disappointment. Right. In you and your masculinity and your virility. And they're going to tell you, your, their friends about you the next day. They're going to call you Whiskey Dick Dave. Yeah, I know <laughs> that. I'm Whiskey Dick Dave. I've heard that before. That's how you got that nickname? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard the story. <laughs> But no, I, I, you know, they're not going to grab my scrotum, twist it repeatedly until it breaks off. How many times can you twist a scrotum betwi- before it breaks off? It's like that whole Tootsie Pop question, you know? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I always stop before it comes off. This is scrotum talk with Dean Lance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what happened here is Hans became furious. He twisted Alexander's scrotum repeatedly until it broke, which is an interesting choice of words there. You'd think he would say tore off, but no, it actually broke off. Then he took the testicles, walked over the window, and hurled them outside. And I just assume some German streetwalking guy was hit in the face with random balls. <laughs> What the fuck, man? Achtung! It's just like just driving along a sauerkraut cart, just minding his own business, and then all of a sudden, whap, bam, testicles in the face. Like phantom Arabian goggles out of nowhere. (laughs) It would ruin my day. (laughs) Well, despite his life-threatening injuries, Alexander Ballas, Alexander Mm -hmm. here, returned uh, the two kilometers back to his home where his mother called an ambulance. 
I could just imagine that. He walked two kilometers back to his mom so she could call the ambulance. Call the ambulance, yeah. Wow, without his balls. You're never going to believe what's happened to me. Scheiße! <laughs> Police later found the testicles on the roof where they lay in the snow guard. Oh, okay. So they actually found the nuts. But can what's you a put, snow guard? Uh, you know, gutter? I don't it's even a ball know. guard, really. But can you put nuts back on? Like, can you attach nuts again? This is Dr. Talk. With Simon and Wackerly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know either. We I have mean, all these doctors calling in with ball trauma all the time. We have to ask them, right? I, you know, I don't know. if you can. All the doctors that call in with ball trauma stories, the, the ball trauma stories never end well, so I assume there's a lot of difficulties involved. I'm thinking this guy's going to be a eunuch. Nudicles. That's the prosec- Nudicles are in his future. <laughs> the prosecutor wants Hans to be taken into psychiatric accommodation. The accused himself declined to comment. He only said... I'm saying nothing else. <laughs> Do you think they put big mittens on his hands when he was in court? I would hope so. I'd hope so, too. Like, like oven kind of like gloves? Big oven gloves. Like oven he's mitts. Like, he's like the Dr. Lecter of ripping balls off. Yeah. He could always know. use his teeth, though. So on the sick and wrong star scale, it's got to be horrible. Like, you're sleeping, you're maybe having a wet dream, or about to have a wet dream. Well, you know? if that, then that wouldn't have happened, because then you'd have a boner. I just okay. can't believe that Hans got so angry. I mean, right. he wanted to put it in his mouth or shove it up his butthole? I don't know. Like, why, I'm, I, yeah, I'm surprised. Maybe, if, you, if you're that Randy, why didn't he stick his thing up, up Alexander's butthole? This, this is what I know, I'll never understand about gays. He's a power bottom there, Wackerly. Okay. Power bottoms can't deal with a dude that can't get hard, you know, obviously. They He's want serious. it up them. Yeah. Like, He's a power like bottom. Like no other. Power bottom. All right. Power bottoms, like you can't argue with a power bottom. Is, this like, is that the same thing as a mustache bottom? Same thing. I mean, made famous in the Judas Priest song? Yeah. Mustache bottom? That my brother loves. Yeah. But so on the sick and wrong star scale, you're a gay man, you're sleeping, dreaming of Molly Ringwald, unable to get an erection, and then some dude just rips your nuts off and throws it out the window? And then you have to walk home to your mom and tell her. And then she's just that much more disappointed in your gay lifestyle. Five stars. Yeah, any story with balls ripped off is five for me. Five stars. What do you have here for episode 210? Whatever good comes out of Waco, Texas. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I can't really think of any redeemable quality of Waco. What did you call it before? What a cookout. <laughs> People might remember David Koresh. Maybe. The human barbecue. Yeah. You know, people still, people still like, um, are completely incensed that the government did that. I mean, they're pro-David they're pro Koresh out there. In Waco? No, no, throughout the country. Like, like religious freaks are like, he was just trying to do his religious thing, and the government came in and, and assassinated all of them. I was always jealous I of that guy. It. I remember at the time being jealous of him because he got to shag all those young chicks. Right, but then he was cooked. I wasn't jealous of that. <laughs> well, Texas preacher, you know, Waco's in Texas. So Texas preacher Matt Baker has always claimed his wife, Carrie Baker, committed suicide because she was despondent over the death of a daughter seven years earlier. That's not a very good thing, you know, to start off the story with. No, the grieving kind of, mother of the, of the dead kid. I was about to say, Wacker, you're starting it on a down note. <laughs> I mean, there's no, like, up note. I mean, it's just kind of down right Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, well, Baker had a, had a mistress, though, at the thing. Her name was Vanessa Bowles. 
And uh, how she fir- first met Matt uh, was he was applying for a job as preacher at the church that the mistress attended in the fall of 2005. So when you say preacher, are you talking like Baptist? Are you talking Episcopalian? Like what, <clears throat> what they sect don't say. of Christianity? They don't say, but I assume, you know, the more mainstream Protestant, uh, re- you know, what do you call them? Sex. Uh, branches, whatever. You know, Catholics don't do this where you apply for the job. Well, that, that's fill the thing. Out, like, fill out the application. If you're going to become a Catholic priest, you have to go through seminary. Like, right, to, you get a To sign. be a preacher, do you just get like a, uh, is it a mail-in certificate you get in the back of like a Hustler <laughs> magazine? Like, I don't understand. Where, where, how do you become a preacher? They is don't it, say what church this is, but uh, I kind of assume that they, he just, you know, you go to the church and you get an application and they, you know, you fill it out and they go... So, uh, you know, why do you think you'd be good for this job? And he's like, well, I can talk a lot of bullshit about Jesus. And they're like, you're hired. Are you a good liar? I'm damn good. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay. How do you feel about fondling boys? Well, I'm not against it. You're hired. You're hired. (laughs) Yeah. Which is weird. Because these are the religion, you know, the the, the Protestant ones. They're the ones that don't let you drink alcohol. but, But you can diddle little kids all day long. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Um, well, that's how the, 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 the mistress met him, uh, because he started, he started working at her church. Uh, she actually had a toddler and was getting a divorce at the time. In March of the following year, she began a sexual affair with Baker. Um, and you know, that's kind of the background of the story. And now Matt Baker finds himself in court and Uh-oh. his wife, once again, her name was Carrie as Carrie's family qu- cried quietly in the courtroom Bowles, the mistress, gave details she said Baker relayed to her one week after Carrie's death. So the preacher here killed his wife, and he's claiming she committed suicide? Yes, because she was despondent over the death of the daughter seven years earlier. That's quite did, a long time. You'd think you'd be did, over by then. How did she then. die? Well, uh, like I said, he told Carrie, or Carrie claimed, the mistress claims that he'd been planning his wife's murder, uh, and he considered tampering with the brakes on her car. Or orchestrating a drive-by shooting. <laughs> this guy's watched way too many movies. Dude, he's the best preacher I've ever heard of. Yeah. He's, um, you know, he's... Would all... Jesus condone a drive-by shooting? Uh, only if you shoot out of the right side of the car. Oh, because okay. Jesus, can, can, he condones... You sh- the driver should be focusing on the road, and then you oh, need to have the, an alternate passenger. shooter. He's a sa- Jesus is for safe driving. You know, it's funny, too. It's like, how does he... How does one orchestrate a drive-by shooting? Um, have you ever seen that movie about Beethoven? Amadeus? <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. It's more yeah. like Boys in the Hood. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, it's more the drive-by than the orchestration. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nah, I know where you're going with this. Okay. I went. <laughs> <laughs> I already came back. <laughs> but, you know. You've arrived. So, I think you could say he had what, what we in the tech talk world would call cockamamie schemes. <laughs> But he finally landed on buying some Ambien online and chloroform. On the night of her death, Baker convinced his wife to take a pill that he said would enhance her sexual experience. So these Christians, you know, once they get married, they get kind of freaky in the bedroom. Okay, what, do that. is he talking about Ambien? Ambien, uh, he sort of put it into a... They say he put it... It's like this. the person who wrote this article has never heard of anything in their life. They say that he... 
it was put into a capsule, but Ambien comes in a capsule, right? Yeah. Maybe so. he added that. Maybe he crushed up the Ambien and added some of the chloroform, and then put that in a capsule. Or maybe the reporter just doesn't. I know just what love it's like here. About. I'm going to give you Ambien. It's going to spice up the sex life. Basically, you're going to pass out, and I'll rape you. <laughs> he also handcuffed her to the bed under this guise of spicing up their marriage. What does Jesus think about um, sexual stimulants such in drug form and uh, handcuffing to the bed, like restraints? I think they're pro that. I think oh, once Jesus you're married, is? yeah. Oh, okay. maybe, not the, maybe, not the, maybe not the stimulants for the preacher, but I think if you're a, a congregant, you're allowed to get fucking shit You can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, if God didn't want us to get high, why would he put all this <laughs> weed on the earth, man? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I I kind of assumed she was like crying and they, like they hadn't had sex for seven years and he's handcuffing her to the bed and giving her drugs. He's like, baby, Cause I got an cause, idea. Because you remember their daughter died. <laughs> come on, come on, I'll just handcuff you to the bed and anally rape you. Baby, we'll That'll make, spice things up. We'll make another one. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We got another daughter up there. But you're putting it in my ass. <laughs> I'm giving to give you the ass, baby. You never had. Huh. <laughs> Well, then he put a pillow over her face and suffocated her. <laughs> wow! Now that's some. Now that's wonder, some. Now that's some rigid foreplay. Well, I wonder how long he kept up the ruse that this was all a sexual game. <laughs> Did he just give it up once he handcuffed her, or was he just like, "Now I'm going to take this sexy pillow and <laughs> tightly and sexily press it over your mouth and nose until you can't breathe." Meanwhile, Barry White's never going to give you up is like playing in the background. I think it was Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, okay. Also dead. <laughs> who also recently died. You know who else? Art Cloakey. Art, yeah, yeah. Creative Gumby. What a week. What a week. Yeah. <laughs> At so one sad. point after he thought he suffocated her, she sort of woke back or started moving, moving again. I don't know if it was a death rattle or something, and he got nervous and put the pillow back over her face. Well, that's what uh, the mistress says. He told her all about this after it happened. Uh, he obviously There's his mistake. He's obvious. Well, he's obviously disputing it. And you know, strangely enough, Vanessa Bulls says she admits that she lied to investigators for months, and she says she did this because she was afraid of Baker, especially after he emailed her lyrics to a song called "Dirty Little Secret." Are you familiar with this? Never heard of that song. They don't the, the the article, like I said, is written like a big piece of shit, and they don't say who sings this song or who popularized it. But they do uh, lay down some of the lyrics here. I'll keep you, my dirty little secret. Don't tell anyone, or you will just be another regret. It's comforting to know that preachers uh, listen to music like that. Yeah, maybe it's, it's uh maybe it's like Striper or something, a Christian band. <laughs> it could be Striper Creed. What's the other one with the girl? Uh, Evanescence. Evanescence. Yeah, that was another one. <laughs> I don't even know it. how you know that, Waggerly. Because that chick's kind of hot. She's kind of chubby, kind of my style. She's in the Uncanny Valley for me. <laughs> <laughs> the Uncanny Too Chubby Valley. Along with the band Creed. The Too Chubby Valley. <laughs> the Uncanny Too Fat Valley. <laughs> <laughs> too Christian. Okay. <laughs> Well, and once again, Bulls admits that she's made various and contradicting statements to authorities throughout the months. Uh, and the trial is going on, and the defense it's will begin. Ongoing. The defense case will begin Wednesday morning. I don't think I mentioned who wrote this in because I don't know. I didn't print it out. I forgot. But one oh, of the okay. listeners. We'll find out if it wins, right? Yeah. So if you think about it, it's a difficult one to uh, rate exactly. Right. Because a preacher suffocated his wife. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, preacher suffocated his wife. Because he was sick of her complaining about their dead daughter. 
So that's what I'm but saying. It's, yeah, it's almost justifiable. It. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, I could see myself doing that too. Mm-hmm. If I hear her bitch about my dead daughter one more time. Yeah. It, if you try, had to go out and get a mistress, would you get one that had a kid? No, definitely Neither would not. I. I don't understand. Maybe it's a Christian thing. But okay, let's say you're married and your uh, child died you know, in some kind of horrific... They don't accident. say how she died, by the way. I don't, we don't know. But if she did, well, he, maybe he suffocated pro- her with a pillow. Probably another pillow. But I mean, would if your wife wanted to keep that kid's room intact, wouldn't you say something about that? I am anti keeping the kid's room intact. I would be like, dude, that's going to be my man cave, bitch. Right. That's I where mean, I'm going to be jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave her pictures in there if you want. That's where I play my hentai video games. Right. Okay. okay? I'm putting my foot down. But, I mean, I guess I could jerk off on my kid's stuff. <laughs> it wouldn't really be that bad. They're old Care Bears <laughs> and Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> Little strawberry shortcakes covered in my you'd own. Like, oh, D-Simon like icing. Whacking it, whacking it. Oh, something's That's not right. Horrible. Oh, wait, that, that Cabbage Patch Kid's eyes aren't perfectly on me, and then you have to go rearrange it. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I want to subtract a point because the guy's stupid for giving the whole story up to his mistress. Yeah. I mean, what fidelity does she have? Well, you know, he's a faithful person, though. So he has faith that she would be... I almost want to subtract another Uh, story because he's a man of God. But then I want to give another point because he's a hypocritical man of God. Yes. And he murdered his wife. So I'm going to give this four points. Thou shalt not murder your... Four stars in the sick and wrong scale. (laughs) Thou shalt not murder your wife when she thinks she's going to get some sweet, sweet dick. (laughs) I give it four stars also. All right. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. The third and final story here um, for episode 210 comes in courtesy of a guy who calls himself, maybe it's a girl. I'm thinking it's a guy. Jimbles. Jimbles. With a J? J I M B L E S. Jimbles. Okay. From South Carolina. He says, Does D's brother have any pets? I hope not. Keep it <laughs> sick, keep it wrong. Jimbles. I love the random questions for, for Jeff. Yeah. It's you like know, when even uh, I think somebody that knew him in high school uh, emailed us once to ask him if uh, the smell of farts turned him on. <laughs> I don't know who that was. <clears throat> I, I forgot about that. I think that. it's a common question for people who don't know anybody who's gay to yeah. any random gay person. Well, they just think that like anything remotely associated with feces is like well, arousing to a gay person. Yeah. yeah. Anything, or, anything associated with an asshole. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> It'd be like asking a straight person, I mean, like, do you like to drink menses? Yeah, I know. It's just like, so do you ever squeeze a tampon into your mouth? Right. You know? Because it comes out of that hole that you like to fuck, <laughs> right? <laughs> so actually, an answer Only to your... Only once a month, though, in the straight's favor. <laughs> an answer to your question, Jimbles. No, my brother doesn't have any pets. Could you imagine, like, a bird living in my brother's apartment? Well, they did have birds when he lived with... Uh, what's yeah, but his they name? didn't smoke inside then. Oh, no, they did. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they did. They did. The, the birds are the breathing problems. Yeah. I'm sure those birds had cancer of the feathers. <laughs> yeah, but at his current place, he just lives in a place with no windows. And uh, it's basically like going over to my brother's apartment is akin to just like, I'm going to go sit down in this really large ashtray. Right. I'm sure filled, he has some that's roaches filled with in there. lube and poppers. I'm sure he has roaches and some various mold spores. Do roach, roaches count as pets? Only if you pet them. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, is there one on his chest as he goes to bed and he's like stroking it, caressing its carapace? I'm not sure. <laughs> Insect talk. We get to find out. The sick and wrong. 
Yeah. Insect talk with D and Lance. Uh, so uh, uh, Jimbles here sent a story about a boy who's accused of sexually abusing the family cat. Mm. This might be a first. A Dartmouth, Nova Scotia teenager. Dartmouth. 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 Right. Nova Scotia teenager. It's Canada. Was arrested on the weekend for allegedly trying to have sex with a family cat. <laughs> the 16-year-old boy appeared in uh, Halifax Youth Court today on charges of bestiality, causing unnecessary pain and suffering to an animal, and breaching an undertaking, two counts of breaching a youth sentence. You know, Wackerly, I was a horny 16-year-old. Uh-huh. As I'm, I imagine you must have been as well. Oh, yeah, incredibly. But I never had the inclination... Any inclination whatsoever to rape my pets. How about fruits? <laughs> fruits, yes. <laughs> fruits are different. They're but, not sentient. Uh, oh, yeah. They're, I mean, they're not, they're not actual biological organisms. But well, I, yeah, I, they I, are. <laughs> well, sort of. They're fruit. Once it's off the vine, though, it's dead. So you're, you're fucking fruit, fruit corpse. They can't scream. It's a corpse fruit. But, uh, but, I mean, really, though, have you ever, like, looked at you know, and back then it's like you you're almost... a necro fruit affiliac. <laughs> I, I think I'm just a fruit. <laughs> but seriously, at 16 years old, I was horny as fuck, and I never ever contemplated the notion of like fucking my dog. No, never even came across fruit. My yes, hair. fruit. Yes, couches. Dog, no, <laughs> the carpet, <laughs> <laughs> holes in trees. I oh, did. I raped so many couches back then. <laughs> seriously. Uh, so the boy will remain <clears throat> the boy will remain in custody at Nova Scotia Youth Facility in Waterville, Canada, until February 18th, when he returns to court for a bail hearing. His mother apparently reported him to the authorities Saturday morning after she discovered evidence that the cat had been sexually abused. Wow, I don't understand this. Do you think she has a cat rape kit, <laughs> a rape detection kit, or a rape repair kit? You need both. Either or. But, but I mean, seriously, do you think she had like a, like, like, you know, like a, uh, did she swab the cat and be like, my son's cock was inside this cat vulva? And she's got the luminol and the black light. <laughs> she's just like, there's cum all over its butthole. <laughs> I don't know. I re- remember how much it used to suck when your mom would find, you know, a pack of cigarettes in your room or a beer <laughs> or smell it on your breath. Like, you've been drinking. It's got to be 10 times worse when she's like, You've been fucking the cat. <laughs> no, it wasn't. D came over. It was him. <laughs> yeah, how do you live I'm going to call Miss Simon right now and get to the bottom of this. But no, I mean, Mom, don't. What does she do? Like, grab the cat, you know, this tortured, withdrawn animal and be like, where did he touch you? Give it the catnip mouse. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, point with this. Right here. In the balls. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, if the cat's rocking around and its whole entire uterus is hanging out the back of it, <laughs> it doesn't really take a rape kit. No, maybe not. Maybe it was that obvious. Well, it's definitely a serious offense here, according to uh, the attorney, Mr. Holt. It's one that we don't see very often in any court. Apparently, not many cat rapes take place in Canada. No. Cats are usually left alone. Yeah. Mr. Holt. Well, you know why? I always wanted to get a cat and name it Claude. Claude Balls. Because <laughs> that's what would happen if you tried to rape happen. it? It's had to be a D-Claude cat. Well, that, I was about to bring up this point. How in the hell do you rape a cat? 
What do you look at me for? <laughs> Just what do you do with the tail, number one? I'm just That's why the whole avatar porn thing is just weird. Like, I mean, where does the tail go as your... The tails two have, tails, t- really. The tails if, have it's, if it's avatar dude. and avatar porn or whatever they're fucking called. You don't called. fuck when you're an avatar. The you have like little tendrils <laughs> and you stick your tendrils together in the tail. People have told me this, but that doesn't turn me on. I want to see like full double penetration dude, avatar porn. Full on uncanny valley unless you're a sick, depraved pervert. All right. But I'm saying here, how do you rape a cat? I don't understand. Have you ever tried to bathe a cat? No, you're not supposed to do that. Sometimes you have to. Like if they get sprayed by a skunk? Yes. Or, or after you're done wiping your feces all over them. Or if you accidentally, like, it gets under your feet when you're masturbating your computer. I wouldn't know anything <laughs> about that. And s- sometimes that might happen. And That's why I like hairless cats, because you just wipe them down. <laughs> you just wipe it nap. off, and it just kind of gives it a sheen. Yeah. But no, seriously. So you like, had those long-haired cats where, yeah, now you have to comb it I remember out one, one of the cats got a, one of the cats I had, a Judas, actually, that horrible, horrible animal. She got sprayed by a skunk, and I had to wash her. And uh, seriously, I had wounds that lasted for like three months. Yeah. So I don't understand. Like, I wasn't trying to stick my dick inside of her. If I was... It just happened. <laughs> you fell down, and she was there. Is that how I you tripped, explained I it? Tripped. But no, I'm just saying... <laughs> I wasn't if, trying to do it. <laughs> if I did try to stick my dick inside of her, I would have sustained wounds to my genital region. Yeah, she was pretty mean. Oh, any cat I remember trying mean. to pick her up once because she was like on my bed when we uh, lived in that big group home. Any cat would be mean. I just don't get logistically how you even hold the cat to rape it. No. Did he succeed? Well, they said he tried. They actually didn't mm, say anything. That's a good question. Did. Um, the uh, Crown Attorney said this is the first bestiality case he's had here in... Um, Dartmouth uh, within 29 years as a prosecutor. <laughs> That's bull. Okay. That just means they're not prosecuting. Yeah. I think in the past, the Canadians have always kind of turned the other cheek to any, bestiality. Any city in the world, there are at least five acts of bestiality going on right now. I imagine. I guarantee it. Yeah. I imagine at least five acts every yeah. hour. Every hour in yeah. every city. I, I think so. So they're just not catching the people. And not to mention, here's another thing to uh, bolster your theory. The boy's been charged with sex offenses before. Oh, He raped the guinea pig, the iguana, and the parakeet. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have the three strikes law, though? (laughs) No, you know what it was? It's regular Noah, this guy. (laughs) I'm only bringing... We only have room for one of each animal. I'm going to fuck them all myself. We don't need two. Dude, All was, the animals are going to have my face after this flood. God. It was, it was more like Goldilocks and three bears. He was trying to find the perfect fit. Right. And it turned out... This parakeet d- is too <laughs> small. <laughs> this, <laughs> this clam is too loose. This cat is just right. So he was sentenced in December to six months to deferred custody and supervision in the community for sexual assault. Mm. I imagine upon a cat, yeah, for mm. the cat. Now you, you know, think he'd probably get a, a lower sentence if he just put the cat in a bag and threw it in a river, probably right? That would just be cruelty to animals. Which yeah, exactly. If he would have just stomped on it in a yeah. bag and tossed it in the river, I don't think. Uh, I think he probably got like a couple months here. Right. But the fact that he raped it, yeah, everybody's like, that's fucking gross. <laughs> could, I mean, dude, <laughs> seriously, dude if your brother raped your dog mm-hmm. while you're living in the house, would you still be able to like be cool with that? No. I think after that, I'd be like, I wouldn't be cool with the dog or my brother. I wouldn't be able to pet it. I'd just be like, you disgust me, you harlot. You wanted it. 
<laughs> if you didn't want him to rape you, why'd you have that sexy collar on? <laughs> you know, they never mention if it's a male or female cat. <laughs> I don't know if that's pertinent, but... Uh... Well, I mean, it reduces your orifice options if it was a male. Well, it definitely factors into my scoring. I know, don't know okay? what's going down on, on down there with the cat genitals. Have you ever looked? I mean, what? Because a dog, you know, a male dog, even if a female dog, you can be like, there's the pussy, there's the butthole. Or with the male dog, you're like, okay, it's got a boner, it's coming out there. But with cats, Red you're rocket. like, what? They have like a cloaca or something, you know? You're like, what's, what's yeah, going on it, there? No, it, it Some seems... cats have big balls, like big furry balls, but <laughs> I don't know where the cock or the vagina is. You know, I've never really studied a cat's anatomy to that extent. Mm-hmm. I, I've well, looked I'm, down I'm, there. I'm an observant person. I, well, I've looked down there, but I've yeah. never. I've, I've only. You never wondered, like, where? I, I mean, you had a male cat, Tibor. Were you ever like? I never his penis? fondled Tibor. No, you're just I looking. Never ma- I never made it Tibor aroused. If that's he's, what you're he's walking around on the couch, and you glance up, and his backside is towards you. You were never like, "Where's Tibor's cock?" No, I, ne- I never. It never really crossed my mind. Right. You want to know why? Because I don't sexualize Tibor. I'm not sexualizing him. You never looked at him at all and at movement down there? No. All right, that's good. <laughs> but no, I, I see where you're going. <laughs> I can honestly say no. I, 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 I see, see what you're cock. saying, though. It's like he doesn't have visible genitalia. It's because of all the fur. No, but even short hair cats, it's a weird, a mysterious area. I, you know, I don't know enough about cat's anatomy to really discern the difference between a cat's genitalia and a dog's genitalia. Pet Talk. Pet Dean Talk. Lance. <laughs> Dean Lance. That's another popular uh, podcast genre. Cat uh, raping <laughs> with Dean Lance. <laughs> <laughs> so on the second rock star scale, how are you going to... The, the guy tried to rape a cat. And he, was, he, he failed at raping a cat. But he, is, he ruined the worse. cat enough that his mom found out about it. Let's not lose sight of that. Well, she had a, a feline rape kit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, 4.75. I'm giving it 4.5. 4.5? Why? Maybe the cat liked it. All right, man. Maybe we haven't the cat established did. that it didn't like it. I, I think the cat's going to be even more unfriendly now. We'll, we'll see what the Maybe the thing- way the mom found out was the cat was grinding its crotch <laughs> on the kid's crotch. More. Why is the cat doing that? I don't know, mom. <laughs> he looks shiftily away. Like, you raped that cat, didn't you? <laughs> now it's cock hungry. You motherfucker. <laughs> I'm here. No TV for a week. You made the cat cock hungry. <laughs> You're grounded. I got to uh, deal with this cock hungry cat. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about cock hungry cats and uh, the other stories that we did here for episode 210. You decide which article is the most disturbing. Check out sickandwrongpodcast.com. Wackily, we are at the uh, last portion of the show here. We got phone calls to Sick and Wrong Junk Dial Line 206-666-3846 and... A couple emails here to sickerarmpodcast at a hotmail.com. Before we get to the phone calls, how about a word from adamandeve.com, our sponsor. People remember, uh, this is the last week for the regular promotion where you get all sorts of free stuff. Because uh, next week we'll be doing the special Valentine's Day promotion. I You actually haven't told me what the promotion is yet. It's a surprise. But I have heard a rumor that it is um, cat-sized ball gags. <laughs> you know, if that guy would have used a cat-sized ball gag on that cat, uh-huh. the cat would have never spoken about it, and the mom never would have found out. I agree. I don't know. Maybe that's what they should have. But anyway, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. 
Are you in need of a new dildo, butt elk, or maybe a jack-off sleeve? As trucker Paul would put it. Well, just head over to adamandeve.com and enter offer code DIDDLE to receive 50 off almost any time and plenty of free extras, like free shipping. And other shit like that. Buy me a new dildo. Now. The juke law commands you. Fucking nerds. Oh, Sakurama's still boring as fuck. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, from the swarm. Um, so we got a number of phone calls to the Sick Wrong Hotline. Uh, 206-666-3846 is that number. Wackley, how about play, uh, playing call number one here? Hey guys, it's Floyd from the forums. Floyd from the forums. Floyd. That's amazing, isn't it? I, I wanted to tell you the story. Uh... I walked into my university bathroom once, and there's this guy who I only noticed after I went to go wash my hands out of the corner of my eye. He had left the stall door open, and he was in the handicap stall, and he was wearing those douchebag sunglasses that you see runners wear. I think he's referring to, like, Oakley Blades. Oh, okay. I was wondering about that douchebag sunglasses that runners wear. And he's, I think he's saying this happened back when he was in college. So this maybe was a few So he was in a, a university bathroom. That's what he says. You need, you need to be wary when you go into the university bathroom. You remember that place? You should be wary in any public bathroom. I, I've always, I always have been. But university bathrooms, that's where things go down. Buggery. Buggery. Toast Rampant fu- toast buggery. Toast fucking. <laughs> Lots of toast raping yeah. goes on in the university bathrooms. Especially if you're in a, a public bathroom and a guy comes in and he's wearing Oakley razor blades. <laughs> and he leaves the stall door open. I mean, there's just tons of red flags are going off. In my yeah, head. I know. It's like the stall door's open. What could he possibly be doing in there? And why is he wearing the Oakley razors? I think this guy might have been a freshman. You know, naivete. Maybe. Maybe he was curious. He was like, uh, maybe the guy needs help. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what the o- Oakley razor blade guy is, you know. <laughs> Right into his trap. This is intention. When they're running, and uh, he was rubbing shit all over his legs and body. His pants were halfway down. His underwear was still on, except for, I guess, covering up his ass so he could pull his shit out and rub it on himself. But it was the most horrifying thing ever, and then I saw myself in the reflection of those sunglasses. It was, oh my goodness. And, you know, it smelled like shit. It got out of there pretty quickly. Um, oh my goodness! Smoke weed every day. So, what do you mean by that last part? Smoke weed every day? Is this a hallucination? No, smoke weed. That's some internet meme. Oh, smoke weed every day. Yeah, I've seen it on multiple forums and locations on the internet. So, what was he saying there? I think I might have missed that. He caught sight of himself in the reflection in the douchebag glasses. In the and he was just blades. jerking off. Is that what he said? I thought he said he saw himself. Ten years in the future, <laughs> being that guy, kind of like that movie uh, The Ring, where you see the videotape and then you're doomed. You know, you're doomed to be wiping be shit on yourself in, in a university bathroom. You know, it doesn't surprise me that there would be a perverted guy wearing, you know, Oakley shades in the bathroom wiping shit himself in the university. I like, it happens all the time. My favorite detail was that the guy had his pants down and sort of had his underpants down, but they were still covering, covering his asshole to catch the shit that was coming out of his asshole, and then he would 
use his hand to scoop it out of his underwear, and then rub, that was where he would get the shit to rub on his legs. My question, though, is there was no other guy in the stall with him. So he was just rubbing shit for his own personal enjoyment? He was trying to lure in our young freshman. Okay. Mission accomplished. But, so, you know, the guy made a mistake that he, he sort of fell into this pervert's trap, but he did have an escape route, which is always a good thing, and then he said he ran out. After, yeah. after being frozen, staring at himself in the sunglasses for, you remember, uh, for a at, couple, like, five minutes. At a University of Michigan, <laughs> do you remember the uh, the main computer lab? Because back then we didn't have personal computers. We didn't have laptops. No. It was the Angel Hall. Angel right? Hall. Yes. There's a computer lab. And so yeah, there was so that all was, this... That, that restroom was famous for... Yeah, there are all these rumors circulating about, like, uh, gay rape and... Buggery occurring. And, and that was back when I really... I didn't really know any... I knew maybe like two or three gay people. And they were like these ridiculous trannies that were so out there that it didn't even... Reg- like, I didn't have any gay well, friends. I had met like uh, uh, my brother's friends and stuff like that. But, but I know, never... I didn't know your brother back then. But I didn't... I was from a you know, small town in the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. It's like I had no idea. And it's like you'd go into this bathroom and they had a sign on the, like, on the wall that said, you know, illicit behavior. You will be prosecuted. It's and like didn't, if didn't you think didn't you, behavior? Yeah, but the first time you saw the sign, didn't you think like I thought oh, they don't want like, people smoking weed in here? And I thought it was like people peeing like you know accidentally on each other rather than like if you peed on someone else's like leg. how babies are made. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after that, I was just like I, I read that you know that sign. I was like, oh, this is alarming. And then a mutual friend of ours, Eric, was saying that I think it was Eric. He was saying he was taking a shit one time, and some dude just like peeked his head over the stall, and was just furiously masturbating, staring at him, taking a <laughs> shit. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Dude, scared the hell out of me. Never went to that bathroom again. Yeah, I just peed in a classroom. Yeah, none of these shenanigans went down on the engineering campus. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You need more gay engineers. Well, uh, uh, steer clear of the bathroom there, young Floyd. And um, I, think- I, think, I, think, I think he's out of college. <laughs> I think this was oh, okay. years in the past. <laughs> I'm only saying that because nobody wears those Oakley blades anymore. Yeah, well, one thing i got to say is it's not going to be the only time it ever happens to Floyd. I think it's going to be him. You know. In about 20 years. He's been neurally imprinted. Exactly. It's conditioned. Well, what's call number two? This is, uh, well, I'm not going to say my real name, but um, I'm in South Florida. Uh, so, um, Mr. Smith, the, why do you want this job? Well, I just think it'd be really good for my career, and I'm interested in, you know, technology. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry, but we heard you call into a podcast, <laughs> and you don't seem like our type of applicant. <laughs> Next. Way to remain anonymous. behind on the episodes. I'm at like 153, but I just had a call leave a message saying that uh, I was just at this strip club in Palm Beach, and I was getting a lap dance from a bitch. And uh, I looked down, and as she's grinding on my flaccid drunk dick, a bunch of jizz leaked out of her ass onto my $150 pair of jeans. So I basically flipped out and started screaming AIDS and... <laughs> Wait, so she, so she ruined his Z Cavaricis? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Those are still a big deal in Florida. 
I don't, he said the jizz leaked out of her ass, but I think he's using the general, like, all the girls' genitalia area. With so close ass. together, yeah. yeah. But what I don't understand is, like, how many strippers really get fucked while they're working? Well, I think this is probably one of those strip clubs where they're not really very strict with the enforcement of the no hooking rule. It's not like it no, is in South Florida. It's not like no hooking. No condoms are necessary either. No. Yeah, I guess this is she's South on Florida. The pill. <laughs> she's had a hysterectomy because she's like fifty years old. I want to use this. I mean, I you know. Martin and Steele always talked about going to the strip club on From the Ville and how they would just jizz in their pants. Um, but, like, I would always think it would be embarrassing to just come in your pants at a strip club, but I can't even remember if I actually did it. But this is a good out. What? Did I... you, you come in your pants, and to cover, because you're embarrassed, you accuse the cum of coming out of the chick's vagina. Okay, so you're saying this guy probably is a prematurely ejaculate. No, no, I believe He's him. He's a premature ejaculate. I believe him because why would he call in about the story? I'm saying on the spot, I'm going to use this as an excuse. I believe it, that it really did come out of the girl's vagina. I think he prematurely ejaculated. Well, why, would, he, he was, why would you call that in? Because um, he's you're calling just reinforce it. reinforce no, the story to your friends. You're calling that much more cover. <laughs> this is his cover. No, because your friends it. are like, yeah, right. It came out of her vagina, Mister Premature Ejaculation. He's like, no, really. I'm even going to call a podcast about it. You'll see. <laughs> They'll prove me. They'll prove me right. I'm going to write a letter to the editor of the local paper. <laughs> I'm sticking to my story because it's true. <laughs> So anyway, a, a so bunch he, of the com is a, oh, sorry, yeah. semen dripped onto his $150 pair of Z Cavaritos. He starts screaming, hooting, and hollering AIDS. about AIDS, AIDS and you know my Z, my my five hundred dollars jeans. Uh, I got punched in the throat by a bouncer. Uh, I was thrown out into the street. Told me never to come back. So never go to. Uh, God, I want to slander. You know, no, no names. This, this blows my mind. This guy, okay, doesn't. I can understand. I can accept the fact he doesn't want to share his real name or even create a pseudonym to right. uh, for his call here. But okay, he got jizz. Someone else, another man's jizz on his pants that was emitted from another from a woman's asshole onto his pants. Then he got punched in the throat by a bouncer and tossed out into the street. Right. Yet he still. Doesn't want to slander the strip club where this all occurred. Well, maybe he wants to get a job at the strip club in the future. Yeah, it sounds like a desirable place to work. Basically, all I'm saying is if you guys come down to South Florida where it's the sickest and the wrongest out of Dow, take care of you guys, man. It's fun down here. Uh, Okay. All right. uh, Love you guys. You guys are great. Thanks. Maybe if I do come down there, I, I'm not going to go to a strip club with you. I yeah. am. It sounds like fun. <laughs> shenanigans. I guess Which shenanigans is also the name of this strip club, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Shenanigans. You know what's funny is uh, when I used to work at... Here's a, a D. Simon strip club story. When I used to work at the... Strip club talk with D. With and Lance. D and Lance. Uh, when I used to work at uh, the Roaring Twenties over there on Broadway in North Beach... Um, 
one day I remember my manager. Which is a horrible strip club, by the way. It was probably one it's of the worst I've ever and been small, to. Small and the girls are just rank amateurs. And there's like four of them. Maybe it's not anymore because it got bought by like the nah, real strip club disgusting. company. But when you worked there, it was like an independent operation, right? No, it was, it was bought by. It was all oh, day so job Yeah, it's still just as <laughs> disgusting as it was back then. They do, you know what though? Free soda. Yeah, you do get free carbonated beverages. But anyway, on this one particular day, um, my uh, manager and I just got really, really stoned. Smoked like two joints, and we're sitting there, and he was selecting music to play for the next girl that was going on. And this guy ran down from the DJ from the lap dance booth, right. irate, and he comes over and starts because screaming at just, us. Just to add a little more color, because the, you were going to say DJ booth, you're going to mis- misspeak and say DJ booth. There was no DJ booth. The DJ stand was right next to the door. It was like contiguous with the guy who was taking money. That's how small the place was, right? Am I right? As soon as you walk through those black stained velvet curtains, the DJ stand was right to the left of you. Yes, it was part of the wall where the the cash register was. Oh, God. These places are like total juice bars. It's just like they you you get your uh, free soda and you get to see some skank. Four skanks. You don't even get to see a hot chick up on stage. So it, that's another thing. So you would have the rotation of girls would be four girls during the day shift. Yeah, it'd be like four girls, <laughs> the same day. ones over and over again. Oh my god! Um, but anyway, this guy runs over the DJ. I can't booth. believe I spent every hour of my day in there <laughs> when you worked there every day. What was I you doing? You spent many a lunch break. But anyway, this guy runs over the DJ booth. He's screaming at uh, my manager and I, and uh, he and we look over and we're like, you know, what's the deal? He's like, I was gonna let dance upstairs from that bitch and. She bled all over my khakis. And we looked down, and he was wearing like a pair of dockers, and there was blood, sure enough, like all the way down his thigh. And we both started laughing. Like, I, put, I think I laughed, like, I, I couldn't even, like, manage a, you know, a cohesive sentence. Uh-huh. Whereas uh, uh, Tweaky Brian, my manager, kind of looked over at him and was like, you know, when uh, you enter into a strip club, you assume certain risks might take place. It's, it's called collateral damage. It's one hell of a manager. Yeah, he's just like, that's what happened to you. And the guy's like, well, I'm giving you my cleaning bill. And, the guy, and uh, Brian looks at me, he's like, well, I'm telling you to fuck off. Yeah. And so the guy pretty much was just upset and he left. You probably should have told him, you know, most people don't send their dockers to the dry cleaner because it's like $30 for a new pair. You know, here's a Sears gift certificate. Dude, this guy was livid. I think the reason he was so upset was because he had to go back to work. Like on, <laughs> he was on his lunch break. Yeah. And now he's got like blood. You know, you can only you know you can only say tomato sauce it only goes so you far. You can say you were helping a car crash victim. <laughs> got a deer hoof why, stuck in my car. Why, uh, why is there a tampon stuck in the blood spot? <laughs> oh, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> What's that other dark spot on the other side? I, I have no idea. <laughs> But seriously, though, that's disgusting that this guy had another man's jizz on his thigh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he might... I hope he got tested, because he might have AIDS. You could, can't you? You can get AIDS from that, can't you? Yep. What's call number three? I reserve the right to play this without comment. It will not be stopped. Okay. Hey, Dean Lance. Hey, uh... My Scott wife and I, we thought it would be yep. fun to get me a Prince Albert piercing, and... I was a little bit hesitant about it, but my wife wanted to do it. And uh, so, you know, after a night of tequila drinking, uh, you know how you feel. I'm not afraid to do anything. Fight the cops. Hung over. I was pretty loaded, just like I am tonight. Uh, So, 
We went uh, about eight o'clock to the, see this piercer, and it, it's the one that it's the lady that same lady that pierced my wife. Anyway, so this lady she pierced me, dude. I'm not kidding you. It hurt so fucking bad. And see, I didn't think it would because as I've gotten older, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I'm not much, but I mean, I was born in '72, so uh, I'm almost. 39, I'm 38 now. Three years old. And, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, my, my dick's lost a little bit of a sensitivity. And it's not quite, I mean, it's not nothing like a, when I was 17 or anything. You know, it still gets hard and everything. It just means you can last longer. It's not quite as sensitive. Well, it still gets hard, though. When it happened, I gotta tell you, it hurts, it, it hurts so bad. And, and I'm not kidding you. I farted in front of my wife, in front of the piercer, I farted right in her fucking face. And it wasn't a little fart, like a little whoosh. It was like a... <laughs> I mean, it was fucking nasty. And I'm going to tell you something else. You know how normally the loud ones don't smell and the silent ones are the real stinky ones? This will fucking smell because I was drunk and I could smell it. And you know, if you're drunk and you smell your own fart, it's like farting outside and smelling it. Um, you know, if you can smell your own fart outside, it's pretty fucking bad. Anyways, yeah, uh, you know, hey, love Trucker Paul, love uh, D. Lance, you have no idea what a good thing you've got going. I wouldn't say that you hate sick and wrong so much. Uh, I want to keep this on in three minutes, but you guys are fucking hilarious together. You guys have no idea what your potential is. So, Lance, pull your head out of your ass. I'll see you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, Lance, pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> he only plays a devil advocate. He doesn't really think that. No, I do. I really <laughs> the show. So, dude, you know, it never, ever, ever occurred to me that Scott from Iowa would have a Prince Albert. I guess I never really thought about it, but I just never would picture Scott from Iowa to have a Prince Albert. Uh, yeah, no, that surprises me, too. He says his wife is pierced. I think people have weird ideas about Iowa. Yeah. I think Iowa's very, you know, a strange state. You know, they, they allow gay marriage. Like I think the, it's progressive the, in the more ways than people know. The best creative writing college yeah. in, the, in the country is there. You know, the Iowa Review and all that, whatever they call it. Uh, I don't think people understand Iowa, and I really don't think they under. I think even people in Iowa don't understand Scott from Iowa. <laughs> He's like <laughs> a strange know. bird. Do, so does this chick who's piercing your? What is the Prince Albert? It's like through your dick hole and then out the bottom. Through your dick hole and then out the bottom. Yeah. So does she have like a good grip? Because if you were ripping this heinous tequila part, <laughs> and she's about to pierce your penis, or she just did, I mean, you could wind up with two dick holes. Yeah, well, I guess you already are you already up do two, get two dick three holes. or four, you know. You do. You I know mean, what I'm saying. You do anyway. But what? Yeah, what I don't understand is, don't you think this is kind of par for the course? Like, don't you think a lot of uh, piercers are used to that type of thing? Like nurses just getting farted in their face, either farted or uh, you know, dirty pussy smell, or maybe like a couple rabbit turds come out or something. I was gonna say, yeah, maybe even rabbit turds. Yeah, it's just like you know, you're holding it in, you got shit, and it's just like, oh god. Yeah. I mean, obviously, what happened here to Scott is he was 
you know, gassy from drinking the night before, holding in that fart. No, no, I think he was drunk when he was there, didn't he? I mean, it, no, he said he'd been drinking all night, and yeah, so it. his okay. next day he went there around eight o'clock. Obviously, still hungover, and uh, he's Hopefully probably he's holding drunk. in that fart. And then as soon as that pain hit, it's just like you lose sphincter control. It's just like, whoo, and tension it, gone. Yeah, but it sounded like his was like a, a 30 second blast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was like the Ricola horn or blowing on the shofar. Just like, it straightened the piercer's hair yeah. while she looked up at his wife. And his wife just kind of was like, I live with this. <laughs> I deal with this every day. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not telling a story about shit. He's blasting a fart. It's got to be worse than a Dutch oven, though, because that's like right in the face. Yeah. So he said that if if you can smell your fart when you're drunk, you know it's bad. Or if you smell it and you're outside, it's bad. But if you're outside and you're drunk and you smell it, you have Glenn. You have Glenn Bell to thank. Well, for usually that. though, when you're Is that wasted, his name Glenn Bell. Bell, or am I confusing yeah, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Beck? Bell from no Glenn Bell from Taco Bell? I wish. He created Glenn diarrhea. Beck, I parts. wish Glenn Beck was replaced by Glenn Bell, and he was on the radio every day. That would be better. And Glenn Beck was dead. Even Glenn Bell in his current state would be better than Glenn Beck. Yeah, but Glenn Beck is. should die also. Yeah, no, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Either that, or he should pierce Scott from Iowa's dick and get farted on. <laughs> That'd be pretty. He lost rad. all powers of speech, and his radio show is canceled because Scott from Iowa farted in his face. <laughs> Well, thanks, Scott from Iowa. It's always good to hear from you. I hope you're doing well. And uh, enjoy that dick piercing. People call the Sick and Wrong Drunk Dial line at 206-666-3846. We got a couple emails. Actually, we got like several emails. I only have time to really do this one. Uh, People, you can email us at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. We got one from James. He writes, hey, Dean Lance, thanks for posting my story of an eye for an eye on podcast 207. To answer your question in that podcast, yes, there's only one liquor store here in Qatar, and you need to have a license to buy alcohol. Depending on your salary, they limit the amount you're allowed to purchase each month. If you so much as give it away as a gift, sell it, or consume it outside of your own residence, you have the possibility of being jailed and deported. (laughs) If you're wondering why the fuck I would stay in this country, it's basically the money is good. And the few women that are here are horny as hell. It's this, interesting. The Western women, is he talking about? Actually, I think he might be talking about the Arab women. Because listen to this. Short fact for the both of you. There's a stereotypical v- vision of Arab women as being hairy, smelly beasts underneath that burqa. <laughs> well, in fact, That's it's true. quite the opposite. The Qatari women live quite well with uh, days pampering themselves and getting waxed. And in fact, they have no hair anywhere on their body. Hmm. In the Quran, it is stated that Muslim women should remove all body hair from the underarm pubic regions. What about the lip? <laughs> the upper lip? That's a concern of mine. They don't state that, but uh, it sounds like Mohammed was a bit of a freak. Uh-huh. I mean, he's just like, you know, I like bald pussy. But that's yeah. cool that you got that Tom Selleck mustache going on. Just keep, that, <laughs> keep that right there. That's fine. I like that. It scratches my cock. <laughs> anyway, more about that later if I can get a pick. I will post it on your forum, but not promising anything as I have yet to get an actual Qatari in the sack. Everyone's got their goals there. Uh, keep it. I mean, if you're in Qatar and you're a dude and you have the liquor license or whatever, to, I mean, that's, uh, that's just 
every day you're going out with that in mind, right? You're going to bang one of these women. Well, think about it. It'd probably take like one or two drinks and she's wasted. And when it starts to get boring or she's annoying the shit out of you, you just tell the local cleric and she's stoned to death. Yeah. I guess that's actually a win-win situation. Right. Especially for the foreign guy. I imagine he's probably shagging all the foreigners that are in this country. The the expats like him. The expats or yeah. the uh, people that are working there you know, on a temporary basis. Yeah. He writes, keep it sick and suck the sand off my balls. Later, James. Well, thank you, James. And uh, thank you for clearing that up. I was wondering if... I, I like how you live in a country with one liquor store. Could you imagine if there was one liquor store in the U.S. of fucking A? They would get really sick <clears throat> of seeing me. <laughs> I like the fact that he can get our podcast somehow there. I imagine it's iTunes or something. Yeah, but wouldn't don't you think that shit would be blocked somehow from you know the country? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they don't block that. Maybe he has internet skills with a Z. <laughs> well, good luck uh, shagging a Qatari. Uh, people, I think it's uh, high After time. After I shag a Qatari, I like to play Atari. <laughs> Beat him and eat him. Beat him and eat him. It's Qatari women's favorite game. People, I think it's high time you join the sick and wrong forum. Right now, there's over 4,000 people. I think there's like 4,100 members on that forum. Uh huh. Lots of new posts. There's lots of action going on. My favorite recent post came from one of uh, your favorite posters, Crusher. She wrote on uh, January 15th, this is the best title for a thread, Fuck Haiti. For reals. <laughs> I'm not even posting a link. Fuck Haiti. Yeah, that's true. It's like right after the uh, it, this tragic earthquake occurs in uh, Haiti. Right. Crusher's first response is, fuck Haiti. <laughs> yeah. And then now uh, we get... It then, wasn't like within the hour. I think she probably... It was like gri- the next day. I think she grieved for about 30 minutes. 30 minutes, Before yeah. she came to this conclusion. Uh, Vodka Hayes wrote in, I know how the Haitians feel, though. I had 20 aftershocks the other night and couldn't find my house either. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think a lot of people, like people in Qatar wouldn't get that joke because they don't drink Aftershock. I think a lot of people wouldn't get that joke. I mean, should we explain it? Or You, don't, you never explain Aftershock's a, joke. a you, know, you never should explain a joke. They'll figure you it out. If they, if they don't know it, they'll figure it out. But people, go check out the Sick and Wrong Forum. There's a lot of posters, male, female. You can meet a lot of interesting people. <laughs> Link to the forum right off of our podcast, sickandwrongpodcast.com. What is so funny there, Wackley? <laughs> Sorry, meet interesting people. <laughs> Choked on my beer. <laughs> um, also, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave us a fine comment. It really does give us great exposure. We appreciate all the comments and ratings that we've been getting recently. I know most people find us through the tunes. Yeah. Uh, the elephant taking a shit on the dead guy actually lures them in. I know. I tried to change that to something else, though, and it just didn't work. You know, I, I kind of think we should change it up every now and then. I but, tried, uh, but it didn't work. I think you're just not a master of the tubes. People are constantly emailing me, which I, I'm totally happy to do this, about like, how do I make a podcast? How do I do an RSS feed? How do I get listed on iTunes? And I always email them back. So give us back some people. How do I get the elephant changed? You know, uh, we and, can and, and maybe you like out. the elephant, but, but bear in mind, I'm going to change it to something even more cool. Exactly. And I'll change it back to the... If you can tell me how to change it, I'll change it back later. We'll, we'll alternate it. Not only that... So I somebody think, uh, help me. I'm asking for help here. I, I think we should also appeal to the fans to come up with new ways to promote the show. I think everyone should tell at least three people about the show this week. Yeah. 
And if I, you have any other promotion ideas, just email us. Maybe I'll send you a shirt if it's that good. I used to be against sick and wrong tattoos, but now I'm totally pro. Yeah, as long as it's facial. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, thanks for uh, subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a comment. Finally, uh, buy a sick and wrong t-shirt. Join the sick and wrong army, commonly known as Swarm. Right. It is the best way to support the show. I'm always impressed by how many people's... Facebook images are them in their sick and wrong t-shirt. Did you see the uh, guy posted some pictures on the forum of his girlfriend giving him fellatio wearing the sick and wrong shirt? I don't know. I don't think I did see that. It was pretty cool. I was actually quite impressed. I was quite impressed. But seriously, though, that's what I'm talking about. There's so many different circumstances and situations you can get into wearing that sick and wrong shirt. All right. So take a picture. Wear the shirt. Send it in to us. We'll put you in the Facebook Swarm uh, uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Or maybe even on the website. Sure. But yeah, you really do help the show by buying Sick and Wrong merchandise. Uh, so yeah, buy yourself a Sick and Wrong tea. The Sick and Wrong store is right on our main page at sickandwrongpodcast.com. Also, I want to say a big shout out and a big thank you to Johnny, who uh, recently redesigned... Um, or not redesign, but design some new logos for us. We always appreciate that when people uh, design new logos. Yeah. And so he designed some cool logos. I think um, over the weekend, maybe next weekend, uh, the next two weeks, I'm going to uh, add some new t-shirts and some new designs to Cafe Press Sick and Wrong Store. Yeah, they remind me of the guy who did the set design and every the production design for Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, no, they're basic, but yet poignant. He used to do like a punk rock comic book called Jimbo, but I can't remember the artist's name either. So uh, he writes in, if you could, could you please plug, but not with your butts, my site on your show. I'm trying to get some exposure to my work, because this year I'm going to start making t-shirts, stickers, posters, etc. Listen, I never plug anything with my butt. My butt gets plugged by things, okay? Get it right. Uh, the website is Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, Johnny's Creative Engine.com slash Spilt Inc. So that's Johnny's J O H N N Y S Creative Engine.com slash Spilt Inc. Rolls off the tongue. All of his new work is on the black and white page. So also, if you could let me know what you think of my work, that'd be awesome. Johnny, we think it's awesome. Thank you for designing sick and wrong logos for us. And people, if you want to design a sick and wrong logo, just go right ahead. Email at sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. Finally here, the sick and wrong song of the week was sent in by Knobnut. He writes in, All right, fellas, I just discovered the delights of your weekly verbal ramblings a month ago and have been plowing my way through your back catalog of miscreant mayhem with a widening grin on my chops. I'm up to podcast 82 and chomping about five or so podcasts a day. I'll catch up pretty soon. That's some devotion. Yeah, Knobnut scares me. Yeah, I've been reading some of his posts on the forum. And he have is, you seen his he picture? me. Yeah, it, what is that? It's like Leatherface. No, that's, that's not him. That's him. That with is like, not him. That's him with his face busted open from what I can assume only was like a nasty, you know, soccer hooligan fight. I'm gonna stay on Nobnut's good side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that Nobnut's the type of guy who will appreciate me saying that I'm frightened of him. So yeah, I agree with you. Until I can find some suitably fucked up shit to send your way. You know, it's cool, Nob. Not anything you want to send us is fine. <laughs> An ear of, a, you know, the, the opposing football fan. Packy's ear. <laughs> I thought I'd send you a couple songs which you may or may not be familiar with. They're by a spoof rock band called Bad News. And as, in, as a matter of fact, I, I actually have news, a yeah. Bad News CD. I so think do you I. do too, yeah. Bad News were uh, former members of the Young Ones, right? Isn't Aid Edmondson in the band? 
I think it's all of them except for Mike, and I can't remember the oh, guy. Oh, Mike's not in it? I can't even remember the guy who plays Mike. But I do love, I, I love that CD. It's great. So um, Knob Nuts sent a story, or sent a song here called Drink Till I Die, which I'm quite familiar with. So we're going to end Sick and Wrong episode 210 with bad news, Drink Till I Die. Thank you, uh, Knob Nut, for sending that in. People will be back next week with episode 211. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night. place where we record our podcast and uh he specifically uh, left them here so he could smoke on podcast dave and um so he thought he'd be funny you know and start sending these uh these calls and 
pranks and whatever my way. So I just uh, wanted to call you guys so that if you played this, uh, by the time he heard it, he will have been to my place to record and smoked his cigarettes, which I have just laid my balls across the top of all of the filters. So, uh, Don, lick my balls! 